This episode of Terrace House Mafia is brought to you by leaving us a review on iTunes. That's the sponsor. This episode is sponsored by please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review if you like the show. It means a lot to us and helps us a lot to spread the word about this podcast. And yeah, that's all I have to say this time around. Uh, please enjoy the episode. Hello again. Hello. Welcome back to Terrace House Mafia. I'm Nick. I'm Noelle. This is the sixth episode. It is. Week six of this new season of Terrace House. And holy shit, what an episode. That was fucking um, wild. It felt like so much happened. It felt like, and, they, and <laughs> like the peanut gallery kind of agrees, I think. Yeah. But like so much happened that I think we should probably dive into it like minute by minute j- just to get, because yeah. we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. So the opening thing of this episode, there's like five minutes of peanut gallery and yeah. then kind of recapping <laughs> stuff, which was actually really helpful for me. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It had been a minute, but where we're at at the beginning is Haruka is going on a golf date with, with Shohei. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So many dates. So many, there's a lot of dates this, this yeah. episode and a the lot of setups for new day. ones. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, yeah. Yeah. So, so this, what did, what did you make of this car ride where they're on their way to go golfing and Haruka, I think the, the, the pivotal action of this scene is that Haruka point blank asks uh, Shohei, Hey, do you think Ruka is in love with Risako? Right. She's like stirring shit up, making her intentions known. I don't know if she realizes that she's doing that though. But very, no, very I, it ruthless. might just be her personality. Probably. Um, I mean, she's like, very flirty. Mm-hmm. She's also like far and away the most forward person in the house. Yeah. Like it keeps coming up. Yeah. Like going all the way back to the tempura incident, which actually they yeah. talk about. Um, <laughs> Shohei was so nice about it. Yeah. He was like, ah, oh, it's no, it's good. I like that you can be frank with me. Yeah. Um, but that car ride was just, it just, the whole, that car ride ruled because at first it was awkward for her to ask him like that. And you can see that Shohei's uncomfortable being interrogated about two other people's relationship. Yeah. Um, but that conversation led to this really like frank and interesting discussion about their positions in the house and who they're most comfortable with. And mm-hmm. like, she talks about how she felt about Kenny at first and how she feels about him now and what they've noticed about Ruka when he's around people. And like, true, it was this true. really just this it was it was kind of cool it was the most candid conversation i think i've heard on this show ever and um yeah. i don't know i just i loved that moment and then they go to that like little uh what is it uh, the putt golfing yeah the driving range golfing range, <laughs> <laughs> golfing range. it was like a beautiful legitimate like go- driving range <laughs> dude yo how about that fucking futuristic japanese driving range tech where after you hit the ball a new one emerges yeah. out of the green did you see that it like it popped like, up looks like such that? a fun day um they said it's by disneyland so it's like a little outside of tokyo i think Driving, yeah it looked like i saw really that big close. ferris wheel behind them it kind of it looked like um, like if you've ever been to like that area that's called like pallet town or whatever where they've got like um the like VR Twitter? stuff, and it's where it's where I saw Hatsune Miku. It's it's like a little outside of Tokyo. It's like a man-made oh. islandy place. Wow, um, you're more Japanese than me. I think I've said this before. I'm absolutely not. Yeah, I've no um, idea where that is. I, I was so charmed watching Haruka swing a golf club, and maybe it's as oh, I've yeah. just demonstrated that I don't know anything about sports, but like 
that when she first like hits it out of the fucking park and then turns around and like puffs her cheeks out like yeah. even Shohei seemed to be like this is very he was like he was so blown away by her skill yeah yeah and she knew like exactly what she was doing too yeah as in like how fucking cute she okay wait that scene they had like a mm-hmm. close up of her butt and then and then Shohei said I want to hit I that. noticed that I swear to fucking god that happened <laughs> I don't it's know not that because that I was smoking my jewel. <laughs> no, yeah, he I, said, he, it literally happened. He said, I want to hit that. And I was like, what's going on? Is this like a music video? Like, what is going on? But I wonder if I don't know that that pun translates, though. It doesn't to a Japanese audience, but to like the entire no. like US audience, it will. <laughs> right. That, that shot of her from behind was so conspicuous. I was like, yeah. why did you insert that? This feels like... This I, different type of show. The camera people are on some shit, dude. This season, yeah. they're just killing it. They they're are. taking notes from like Bachelorette. Perhaps, perhaps they are. Um, I don't know. I just this whole date was so much fun for me. I felt really immersed in it. Yeah. Like when when they were talking about God, I wish I had like written it down. But the the one two three count off to like nail the rhythm of golfing, and then instead yeah. of doing it with, he tries it and fucks up, and he tries it with his that foreign dish that he cooked on the first couple <laughs> yeah, weeks the and then kills yeah. it and he was like him like that was such yeah. a great scene because haruka and shohei were both so pumped that it went so well when he yeah. finally hit the ball it was a it was cute, cute. I, it was really cute i don't know why nobody on the show seems to want uh haruka and shohei to date including them like i maybe i'm just projecting this onto them but i was yeah. like I loved that golf date. It was like the most enjoyable date I've seen this season. I mean, at the rate we're going, though, who's to say that they're not going to be a thing next? It's possible. Seemingly, everyone's kind of (laughs) in love with everyone. Peter Gallery pointed out, they were like, hey, remember how last week every single one of these people liked a different person than they do now? Exactly. It's like chaotic. Yeah. But so they they play golf and then they go get ramen and they talk about the tempura incident, which I loved. Right. Shohei has a cute laugh. Did you notice this? That like whenever he's caught (laughs) off guard or shocked by something really frank, he like laughs super loud and throws his head back. It's just very endearing. I didn't notice that, but he is he is very like down to earth, I think. Yeah. On on I'm warming up to him a lot. Like you remember we did not really like him at first when he came in and talked about how he didn't want to focus on any of his skills and kept arguing about it. We were like, who's yes. this fucking wannabe actor guy? But like, yes. I'm, I'm a fan now. No, now he's very human. Like when he talked about his passions and stuff, it translated differently yeah. in, this, in this episode. Yeah. He's got this writing gig. He's kind of demonstrating what he said he wanted to do, which is get acting work, yeah. do some writing. He said that he wants to make like a certain amount of money per month and one third of each of one third oh, of his yeah, income yeah. should come from like three different things he loves doing which is a cool idea yeah i like that he's not faltering from like his original stance like yeah. he doesn't care that people judge him which is cool it's starting to seem like he was right yeah yeah we'll see though <laughs> so, so, so they get back from ramen um haruka and ruka have this date coming and up then, yeah second date um, you know date on date on date mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's the it, the episode opens with Shohei and Haruka like sitting at the table and Haruka's like, "Is this a date?" And Shohei's like, "Oh my god." Yeah, dude, I think it's yeah. a date. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, Shohei's very down to earth. He kind of like tells it like it is when anyone asks him, mm-hmm. like confides in him, which is often true. Yeah. And then we find out once Ruka and Haruka are on their date. First of all, Ruka looked amazing. He looked with like his a hair different human. All gooped up. 
Yeah. I know. He looks like a pimp. He looked like a different guy. <laughs> like I almost didn't recognize him. Um, yeah. I also love the reveal when, when they're on the date, Ruka mm-hmm. casually drops that Shohei helped him put together his look. Oh, for this right. Date. Yeah. Shohei's the homie. Yeah. What a, what a selfless, what a good dude. But yeah. Ruka like dressed up for Haruka. Clearly, clearly he's mm-hmm. not in sweats. I mean, never yeah. seen him before not in sweats <laughs> he kind of looked like a man for once which was interesting yeah like a grown-ass adult and not like a teen boy yeah especially driving that nice-ass car oh yeah but he still has to fix his posture a little bit <laughs> oh you got some feedback on his, his posture <laughs> yes <laughs> what did you think of Fruka and haruka's um date um I mean, I guess it was cute that she had all of her car friends on the TV, her old man friends. <laughs> uh, but it was funny when they were talking about, like, Luca was like, yeah, I want to buy a Harley. And I'm like, does he even know how much a Harley costs? They're like, yeah, we'll help yeah, you get I, one. Yeah, <laughs> that crossed my mind, too. I was like, These, none of the people on the show seem like they could casually buy a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Especially this 20-year-old. Like, Definitely not um, Luca, but cute. Cute. It's it's so funny because last time on on episode five of this podcast we were talking about this weird scenario that seemed to be brewing where Risako seems into Ruka and then Ruka seemed to have a crush on Haruka and and right, almost none right, of that right, stuff right, seemed right. to matter this time. Yeah, as it started unfolding, I did really enjoy on the date that Haruka was like talking about that how the nature of being on Terrace House affects relationships. Like she kept she made this point about how like. In a normal dating scenario, you might see a person once or twice a week, but on Terrace mm-hmm. House, you're spending seven days a week with them, like eighteen mm-hmm. hours a day, and it that that uh, naturally has to compound the the degree to which you f- feel like catch feelings oh, yeah. for each other, totally. which I think is true. Like totally. this whole yeah. episode, there's so much talking about Terrace House. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true, and and I actually. And I can think of no better example of that than the scene where they all sit around together and watch episode one of this season. <laughs> so, so awkward. I mean, the boys just walked out because it was so awkward. Literally, literally. They yeah. were like, I got it. I got it. They're like, I have to go smoke. I can't be in the room for this. Yeah. I was getting like secondhand embarrassment for them. being Like, I just. Totally. That's, that's so weird to think about. Because they're talking so frankly about each other being like, oh yeah, I think he's cute. Oh, that guy seems like he's like a little stuck up and like everyone is watching each other react. Yeah. I'm sure it's it's, very character building though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it just, it changes the dynamic a lot, Mm -hmm. even though they all made the point that like it's been you know, like a month and a half, two months since that. And so they were all Coyote made the point of like Oh, wow. Things were so different even just a few weeks ago. Like everyone's first impressions of each other are totally changed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The few times that we get to hear Cody speak. I know. She's like in this episode for like 35 seconds. Um, I know. It's because she's not I know going it was a bummer on for dates you, I'm sure. with anyone like no. on no. purpose, not getting screen time. So sad. She kind of – so um, she kind of – drops so after all the boys leave the room because they can't stand to watch themselves on tv which is understandable Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. all the girls have this really candid conversation i I believe sparked by haruka being nosy uh where she kind of (laughs) cross-examines everyone about who they're into and kaori says she's kind of into shohei did she say that she did it didn't she didn't do anything about it but she said that 
it feels to me like her and Kenny are the most, are the closest. Like the most compatible. Or I thought that she would be into Kenny the most from, from what I see Bro, on screen. how sick would that be? If Risako and Haruka are are at war right now fighting for Kenny's heart and then he ends up dating Cowdy somehow, that would be the sickest possible twist. I hope so. I mean, that's why she's so like awkwardly quiet because she, she can't tell them. That's what, that's my Yo, theory. you know, bro, you, you could be right because when they're up on the roof, there's a, there's a scene where Haruka is talking to Shohei about, I believe this is what happened. There was a conversation mm-hmm. on that rooftop scene when it was just two of them up there where mm-hmm. he kind of let slip that he thinks that Kaori is into um, Kenny or something. Wait, did like, Sho- yeah, Shohei said that, I think. Yeah, Shohei yeah, said no, that he thinks Kaori think is into, yeah. I think the big pivotal scene this episode, the elephant in the room, is this whole thing that goes down where Risako finds out that Haruka is into Kenny and vice versa. And so at the end of that scene where Haruka says she likes Kenny, that felt very left field to me. Like I totally thought that she was into either Ruka or, or Shohei. And, and then the Paruka prophecy fucking completely came true. Like remember the peanut gallery talking about how on the little YouTube preambles, they were like, Oh yeah, she, she, yeah, she said it. Yeah. She said she likes to go after what she can't have or whatever. And is interested in people who are already taken. It's fucking completely true. We were wrong. The peanut gallery was right. How she fucking, pissed as would soon as you I come, be as Risako? I know. Well, I think Risako is. I think Risako is not at fault. Like I, I think Haruka. No, 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 she's not at fault at all. Yeah, but, like it's but so poor thing. I know. It's. I feel sorry for. Yeah, I feel pissed on her behalf because because Haruka says to to Kaori, like I want to go ask Kenny out before he and Risako go out again. Like mm-hmm, he's like, mm-hmm. if they went out again, I would feel bad about it. And then she like mm-hmm. calls herself greedy. And then she asks Cody, like, am I being territorial? And Cody's like, yes. Yes. Like, absolutely yes. Um, like how do good is aware of what she's doing, but she can't stop herself. Yeah. I agree. I think she has mm-hmm. some self-awareness about it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be a interesting source of like melodrama <laughs> for the yeah. next couple episodes at the very least. Totally. Um, I mean, I'm sure like someone will blow up. You know, down the line. It's gonna be it's gonna be tight. Um Isako's fighting the that, fight, dude. She's down. She truly is. She, and that's mm-hmm. that's what I loved is that yeah. as the audience were so primed to that Haruka's gonna pounce on Kenny. And mm-hmm. then the next thing we see is Risako at dinner straight up asking Kenny out on a date. And you, yeah. you, I don't know about you, but I was just like rooting for her because I was like, thank God the conniving person is not winning this. Like she read the energy real quick mm-hmm. and pounced. Yeah, I do think that that so they're drinking a little bit. They're drinking a little bit of booze, and he's yeah. uh, Kenny's drinking that drink that he says tastes kind of like Pokari um, sweat. sweat. I want to try fucking, it. That sounds really good. I know. I want to try it too. We should look up <laughs> what it is. Um, but Haruka asks if she can try it, and it's some mm-hmm. real fucking moe indirect kiss <laughs> shit. Um, I wonder how big of a deal indirect kiss is in real life yeah I, that might not be an irl thing but it, yeah. it crossed my fucking mind um for sure for, for sure. sure same i mean i guess that's semi-exciting <laughs> i guess i also also Cowdy uh explicitly saying that she was jealous of the golf date that that haruka and shohei went on i don't buy it I yeah don't you don't you it. i mean you're I, we know your theory at this point <laughs> um <laughs> not only is she gay but 
her and Kenny are in love. Interesting. And Kenny is my last name. Yeah. There you so. go. It all it all adds up. Yeah. Um but now I have two theories. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a, a dueling theories. Yes. Um, the kind of last or last-ish scene of the episode is that whole rooftop scene. And mm-hmm. that shit was the most fucking four-dimensional chess I've ever seen in Terrace House with different characters yeah. being like, all right, now I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to go get a drink. You come with me. Then we'll both come back up. And then you get coffee, but you go make coffee for us. But oh, then now she says she's going to go with her. And it was like <laughs> watching like the most intense, like army generals making super like, sophisticated. Yeah. Black Swan or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it Literally. was so intense. Yeah. And, and yeah. it was such a relief that once that scene wrapped, the peanut gallery was cut to them all taking their headphones out being like, what the fuck? That was like one week of Terrace House in eight minutes. What the hell just happened? Like, yeah, just need to take a deep breath. What's going on? It was one, it was the most intense scene of Terrace House I think I've ever seen, which is crazy because nothing happened. There was no confrontation, but it was just wall-to-wall romance tactics. <laughs> incredible work, honestly. I mean... In- incredible TV. I think this is mm-hmm. my favorite episode of Terrace House I've ever seen. It's the most lost Same. I've ever gotten in the in the sauce. Same. I was just... I'm like, what is anyone actually feeling? I don't, I can't pinpoint what anyone's intentions actually are. Me neither. And it leaves the show in this really exciting place where like, I cannot wait for the next episode because something will happen. Like this, this is a ticking time bomb. I want the dudes to, to do something to stir something up. Though. Yeah, there it's that's a great point. Like all of the all of the intrigue right now is one-sided. It's yeah. it's we're purely interested in like this whole Haruka versus Risako thing. And mm-hmm. it's meanwhile the dudes are just like good. I want truly. some coffee. Like they're not they're not awake. At, at 10 p.m. I'm like you psychos are drinking yeah, coffee at 10 p.m. Good luck with that. I really liked the peanut gallery's analogy of the Corvette versus parkour thing. <laughs> Tokui is as, like as, so good at analogies. <laughs> he's so fucking funny. And he he did those like Japanese onomatopoeias where he was like the, for the Corvette, he made like a yeah, da, 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 like driving sound. And for the parkour, he was like yog, 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 like yeah, the sound of somebody yeah. doing front flips or whatever. I was like, I love yeah. this dude. He's amazing. He's the sleeper funny man. Sleeper? What does that mean? Like he's like the he's he's the funny guy on the peanut gallery who most people might not notice is as funny as he is because Yama's so goddamn funny. Oh, um, I see. I see. I see. Although I think the biggest laugh of the episode for me was um Yama Chan saying that if he rescued a puppy, would that um impress anyone? <laughs> and and Yo says like <laughs> Uh, you would need to master horseback archery or someone said that even yeah. it was the hardest I've ever seen Yamachan laugh at a joke. And then he was I like, when he's miming himself on horseback going like, ha, ah, like yeah. firing off arrows. I was like, this is the, f- I've never <laughs> laughed that hard at Terrace house. That scene was so good. Uh, but then actually he's married to like a beautiful, yes. beautiful actress, which yeah, so let's no talk about that. So, <laughs> yeah we were texting each other like getting re- so yeah. so the episode ended and then as it was ending and we were getting ready to record the episode <clears throat> we realized that there was still like an extra 11 minutes left and it was a special bonus episode that is just the peanut gallery sitting around announcing the fact that Yamachan has gotten married which i appreciate that that's something that they would announce on the show as if it was like I, a I do too <laughs> especially especially because they specifically said they announced it because they're like, this is big news in Japan and everyone in Japan knows this already, but we have this mm-hmm. big international audience 
And we thought you guys would want to know like this show, they keep doing things that are, that are making me feel seen. Like I said, like they're so sweet, um, which there is a, there is a real irony. I think still that the, the people producing Terrace house and the people in the peanut gallery, the people hosting it, they're all constantly worried about the international audience. And meanwhile, fucking Netflix us won't even put the show out. (laughs) Um, Although I don't know if you saw this morning, they announced a release date for this season in, in America. Wait, they actually did. No, I didn't see that. They one. finally did. It's September 10th. So like a full month from now. And, okay. Okay. And it's, and it's um, Terrace House Tokyo 2019, 2020 part one. So it's probably based on past behavior. I think it's just going to be a batch of like maybe six or eight episodes, probably eight episodes. And probably. by the time that comes out, you and I are going to be on episode 15 or whatever. <laughs> so right, right. We once again, mm-hmm. yeah, Netflix continues to kind <laughs> to of fuck, up. fuck, fuck over the, the real Terrace House fans. <laughs> it feels like the people in the peanut gallery care more about the international Terrace House audience than Netflix does. And that's a yeah. shitty feeling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to Yama. Yeah, I mean, congrats. What the? But then Tori Chan said, like, "Oh, you guys met two months ago." Right. Yeah. What? Well, that was a quick. That's 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 culturally like even in like that's surprising, right? <laughs> yeah. The hell yeah, that's surprising. <laughs> I don't think okay. that any culture people do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you, I had to ask. No. <laughs> Um, it's 2019. But yeah, but honestly, so happy for him. I'm sure they were secretly dating. Her agency wouldn't let yeah her talk about it, and that's why it that's was a like, that's actually a really uh, good observation, Noel. I think you're almost definitely right about that. Yeah, um, that's how it goes. I really laughed my ass off at <laughs> Yama saying to the camera in English, He's "I'm not a cherry boy." <laughs> He said, I am a playboy. <laughs> yeah, I am playboy. And everyone started laughing. Um, also, the thing that was really news to me, Yama's being the only married person on the panel was kind of shocking to me. Like, I'm sure the rest of them are right? like, maybe some of them have, have people they're dating. But I totally um, would have assumed that like some of the older people on the panel were married or something. I bet you've been like married and divorced at least twice, though. Mm. Coming mm. from her like deep and like fruitful life experiences. For sure. I like this. I like this world building you're doing. Yeah. I think Tokui has actually been married once. I think he's talked about mm. it before. And, and he, he also said that he is praying for a quick divorce for Yama. <laughs> <laughs> They're just complete assholes to each other, but that's how they express it. I could not believe how long that was going on. It was 11 minutes of people doing mean jokes about him being a loser. Yeah. I was like, I, was, uh, I thought it was going to last a minute and a half, but it was just 11 minutes of them roasting this fool for having the audacity to get married. Um, <laughs> I mean, his whole persona is based around like the single loser dude, though. So Totally. I, I, I actually kind of understand why they felt the need to address it, you know? Yeah, they're like, you're a fucking hypocrite. You know, you're not a loser. You have a beautiful, amazing life. Fuck you. We're all single. <laughs> um, also, I love the fact that he met his wife because she watched Terrace House and heard his commentary on relationships and was like, yes, I can fuck with that. One of those, please. That's insane. I mean, it's, it's yet another way that this is the most meta television show of all time between hearing them talk about the way that the show affects relationships to watching them watch the first episode of the season together to hearing that one of the commentators is now getting married because of his commentary on relationships he's done on the show. It's like yeah. this episode, if I had to pick one episode that is a episode of Terrace House about Terrace House, 
this is that episode. It was so circular and sure. I really loved it. Yeah. The line between like being on the show and their personal lives are completely blurred. <laughs> it is. And I, I'm thrilled about it. Yeah. Cause it's yet another yeah. thing that like makes this not like normal reality TV where like in normal Western reality TV, most shows will stop at nothing to perpetuate, like to, to not knock down the fourth wall and perpetuate this, illusion that this is real and it's all happening without outside world influence like i like this show more because they acknowledge that stuff yeah i mean it's it's like a direct conversation with the audience it's like down to earth i would say yeah i like how deep you're like psycho psychoanalyzing terrace house you do it's a you call it a direct conversation (laughs) with the audience which is a beautiful way to put it and i think is actually (laughs) a note to end Well, y'all know the deal. I mean, if you yeah. want to watch along, it's it's definitely worth it's definitely worth watching along. Do you know? I want to hear you do a plug for the VPN. Oh God! Okay. Do you know the URL off the top of your head? Okay. Um. So I actually just signed up, <laughs> and it's nordvpn.org, not dot com. That's org, ladies slash terrace exactly and right. you can get one month free and a three-year plan at 75 percent off i just bought it myself i just bought my own link y'all so get on it <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect the perfect choice um all right well thank you guys so much for watching um i'm let's do episode seven like tomorrow i'm so excited yeah um, i think i'm gonna watch the next one and then i'm gonna sleep and then i'm gonna watch it again before we record good idea yeah, yeah. take some notes yeah um, all right well thank you guys so much for listening and we'll do this again yeah.